on this episode of the Hustle the Day podcast, I have Ashley Cheeks. Ashley was writing business proposals for a corporation and realized she had a knack for writing business plans. So now she takes that passion to help other entrepreneurs see success in their business and helps craft the perfect business plan for them. I enjoyed this one. You're going to enjoy it too. Let's get to it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hustle of the Day podcast. My name is Trent. Super excited to have Ashley Cheeks here today. Ashley, I want you to jump in here. Give my audience a little uh, intro, a little bit about you. Hi, Trent. I'm Ashley Cheeks, like you said, and I am a business plan consultant, and I have a business planning agency, and we help startups and entrepreneurs get ready to pitch their idea to investors, raise bank loan funding, um, just solidify their strategy so that they can increase their odds for success. Perfect. This, you're the exact person that needs to be on this podcast because, you know, I have so many people that are in that in that uh, time frame where they are either in a corporate job or just you know starting out their own thing, and they they need that funding, they need that business plan, they need something to help them keep going and uh, stick with it, and that's that's awesome. So I'm super excited for this. Uh, so let's just kind of jump into it. What what got you started with business plans? What how did that start? Um, the business plans. It, it was an avenue that I kind of fell into. I wouldn't say on accident, but it was definitely more of a surprise than not. Um, so I, my background is in corporate proposal writing, and my last employer was uh, General Electric. So doing business proposals is a lot like doing a business plan, um, especially if you're talking fundraising. So you're trying to win that client or win that deal. Um, in the corporate world. And I just basically applied that to uh, business plan writing for individuals um, in part because I built my own business plan a couple times, realized how similar it was to what I was doing at work. Um, it just became a really natural uh, fit as far as what to do next. Perfect. So did you enjoy the business proposals and the business plan writing? I mean, personally, I think I'd, I'd rather watch paint dry than write a business plan, but that's my, that's my personal feeling. But it, is that something that you enjoyed? You know what? It's, it's probably a lot like uh, writing your own resume. So it's not fun per se, but the whole time you're writing it, you're just thinking about the amazing job you're going to get with this thing or the amazing next step you're going to get by, you know, landing an interview with this great resume. So yeah, the document development side of it, not the most fun, but, um, the ambition definitely comes with kind of the vision of what this is going to turn into and like, Oh my gosh, like I'm writing the future down right now. Like I'm going to write that this is going to be a multi-million dollar business. And it's just like, when you're really feeling the vision, um, it is pretty easy to get excited about it. Awesome. So it's kind of like having that why behind it of why you're doing this, why you're writing the business plan, why you're creating this resume or this business proposal. <laughs> So the the question from that is, can you translate that to writing somebody else's business plan? Yeah, um, better than you would think. So one of the biggest gaps that entrepreneurs have is they're so close to their idea and their vision. And it's their baby, you know. Um, they don't know if it's right or wrong in the approach they're taking. So having that unbiased person writing it, researching with them, kind of working through it, um, it brings a lot of value. And then there's like um, the blind spots that you have naturally when you're looking at something all the time, you're thinking about it in one way all the time. You can't see what you haven't thought through. You can't feel out the missing pieces. Um, so having that extra 
set of eyes on it and that extra brain on it, it does bring a ton of value. And the translation of me being able to see their vision and then see all the stuff around it that they can't see because they're too close, um, it ends up creating a pretty phenomenal end product in terms of that business plan. Yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree because I've been there and I've had that outside perspective and I've provided that outside perspective for other people. And it's, it's easy to buy into the vision sometimes when you know you can see their passion, but they're missing just a certain piece that you can provide or show them how to do it. And so I, that's, that's really cool that uh, you can get behind that. And you talked a little bit about your background of the the business proposals. It's really something that gives you that unique qualification to write a business plan and help help strategize for that startup. Uh, because with those business proposals, again, you're trying to forecast and you're trying to um, show what can become of that. And that's that's what starting a small business is. You everybody's sold on the vision. Yeah. It's definitely um, the the part of it that ended up fitting perfectly in uh, was the competitive side of doing business proposals. So like when you think of a business plan, you don't think necessarily about it um, being a winning plan, right? You don't think about it winning or losing, but from the world of business writing, you have to, that, that document has to win you something, the client, a project, the funding, whatever it is. Um, so bringing that kind of competitive mindset to the business plan and saying, no, 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 no this is the one way to win. This is the one way to succeed with this business opportunity. And I'm going to win the funding. I'm going to win the investor and I'm going to win the bank loan or the partner opportunity. Um, it just makes it a little bit more exciting because it's like, oh, let's see if we can win. Let's see if we can make this thing really dominate what it's trying to do. Um, and it just creates more of a goal orientation beyond, you know, Oh, let's write a good business plan. No, let's, let's write an exceptional business plan that actually like makes people want to throw money at it. That's the goal. I love that. I, and I can see your passion for it too. Like, you know, gain that win, you know, it's, it's not just about, you know, accomplishing something. It's, it's about doing the best at it and having the winning plan. And I totally get, you know, in the business world of you have to compete. Why are we not translating that to the actual business plan itself? It's, it's logical and it makes sense when you, when you say it and it's just not the way most people think. We talked a little bit beforehand in my circle, unless you are getting funding, it seems like there is a little bit less emphasis on the business plan. You know, there is write out your goals and things like that, but it's not quite as in depth. Have you seen that at all? Yeah. If you're doing it for your own strategy, which is about a third of my clients, they're, they're just trying to refine what they're doing and how they should be doing it. So they don't fail, you know, failure rates for startups are astronomical. We've all heard the numbers. Um, and so just having a business plan does reduce those numbers. Um, when you're thinking about your strategy, it should still be a very uh, winning mindset. It should be a competitive plan against your competition. So at the very least, if even if you're not trying to get that bank loan, you're not trying to convince an investor to throw cash at you, um, you're trying to create a plan that puts you in the first place lane in terms of your competitive nature, right? You want your comp competition to see you as a threat, to see you as they're doing something different, right, and amazing, and we better watch out. So at the very least, the competitive drive should come in in that way. Um, but even with the strategy business plan, to make it the best possible business plan, you have to have that why at your point. You have to have that, like, what am I doing this for? What am I trying to avoid? And what am I trying to accomplish when I sit down to write this thing for myself? 
I, I gotta say, I love your competitive side. I, every time you talk about the competition, I can just see you light up. It's just like, yes, <laughs> you're the type of person that you, somebody needs on their team when they're writing, writing this. Cause you, you can just see it. That's very cool. Um, and you talked about there, there are percentages that, you know, having a business plan does provide you a better opportunity for success. What, what kind of numbers, what do the numbers look like rather? Yeah, um, 40% improvement on your chance for success just by having a business plan. So that number is not like, it has to be a great business plan. It doesn't have to be a perfect business plan. It's just having one. Um, And all that really does is reflect that if you sit down and think about your business before you start taking action on it, you're bound to come across some things that you would have dove into without thinking and fallen into some pitfalls. Um, So it just helps you kind of avoid the obvious mistakes that you may not uh, emotionally foresee as you're starting to think about your vision. Um, it just kind of makes you slow down, have two thoughts before you proceed, and then you know you have more chance to succeed in what you're trying to do. So, but it, it does it directly increases your odds for success. So it's, I mean, if a document, if writing down something is all that it takes, like why not take that chance? Absolutely, and forty percent is no small number. I mean, that's 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 a huge number. Like, why wouldn't you want to be? have 40% more chance to be more successful. And, you know, there is definitely power in writing things out. You know, you, you write out sticky notes for reminders and you're more likely to remember it. You write out your business plan, you're more likely to succeed. And you also hit on something that is so true is the emotion, the emotional side of things. Uh, you know, when I've started a business, it's like, no, this is my baby. Don't you dare tell me, you know, what it is that I'm doing wrong, even though it's entirely obvious that it's wrong. So it is nice that you can go through that and at least be upfront with it of let's remove the emotion. Let's see what it actually takes to make this a successful business. And, and it is a hard thing to think about for a lot of people because it's your baby. It is something that you've, and not everybody, not everybody feels deeply emotional about it. Some people are a little bit more um, hands-off with what they're trying to do. But for the most part, um, everybody needs someone that can just be honest and just say, hey, let me tell you the truth. And it may not be um, the nicest thing in the world, but the good news is the truth comes with a, uh, a pivot point. You know, okay, this is what's wrong with this, but here's how we can fix it. Let's plow ahead, right? So it's not just enough to get negative feedback from someone because you can probably get that anywhere. Um, you gotta have allies and not just in what we do, but in general, you have to have people around you that are willing to help and say, Hey, here's what's wrong. And here's how to fix it. And that's what really changes the game for people that are trying to start something new, um, and may not be far enough away from their own dream to see kind of which direction they really should take. Um, that kind of outside advice and counsel goes a long way. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, even if you aren't, emotionally as involved as some people can be you just looking from an outside perspective can provide something that you know they might be blinded to um and one thing i want to say i was you know doing some research before this you can do this fairly quickly too it's not something that is you know a month-long process like when i've written a business plan it's okay get it down on paper and then tweak it for months like it just it can be a long process, but this is something you can do in a couple weeks, right? Yeah, 10 business days is the standard. Um, one of the things that we pride ourselves on is the process that we follow is pretty specific. 
And because it is, um, we've refined it, tweaked it, honed it, um, it's something that we can repeat even, you know, from an, a mobile app development business to a restaurant business to, you know, real estate to childcare to something, you know, like a, a fuelless engine that is to change the world. Whatever the it is, the process is pretty much the same. So it's really allowed us to take things to a new level in terms of being quick and thorough in what we produce. Awesome. Have you, and you don't have to get into specifics on this, but have you been blown away by some of the business proposals that you've seen or the business plans like, oh, why didn't I think of that? Or why am I not getting involved in that? Not, well, surprisingly. So I'm not an ideas person. Okay. Part of the reason why what I do is so fun is I get to help people take the process and strategy to making their dream a reality. Um, and I'm admiring the people's ability to create these ideas. So um, it, I'm not the person that's sitting there and goes, I wish I had something where I didn't have to get off the couch and, and push the button on the TV. I'm not that girl. That's not my, my gift, right? Um, somebody else said, oh, I wish I had a remote control. That's them. So when I see the ideas come in, I, it's very rare that I get somebody that hasn't created a new spin on something that we think is pretty ordinary. Um, we're really just blessed to have people that have really innovative ideas and inventions and, and just unique approaches to things that you never would have thought was even possible. Um, so it's definitely never like, Oh, why didn't I think of that? It's always like, Oh my God, that's so brilliant. Yes, yes, yes. I can see it. Let's get this thing moving forward. Um, it's, I don't know exactly how, if, if it's like, like I'm trying to think through um, the way people find us and the way people come to us, it's always people with these like really, really game changing ideas. Hmm. We rarely get folks that have, um, the same approach to what you've already seen. We rarely get, you know, something you've really seen over and over again. We always get something like something really over the top, like, oh my God, that's brilliant. So it's, it's, I'm really grateful for it because it keeps things fun. Yeah, absolutely. That, that does sound like fun. It sounds like I, this is something I need to get into. <laughs> <laughs> but by do, having all those crazy ideas, it really, it makes you qualified to, you know, help any business really, because you you've seen it all you've seen all these crazy ideas and it's like oh yeah this process still works um so being that you're not the ideas person what is it that made you decide to go out on your own and start your own business which is you know what a lot of people do when they have that idea yeah yeah um my path was a little bit uh out of necessity as i guess most people's tend to be but um, I have, um, a child with special needs and around the time of his diagnosis and getting his therapies and such, um, it was basically kind of a do or die moment where it was okay. Um, I do the whole business proposal thing. I, I like my employer. I'm happy here, but, um, it was more of a schedule thing. I needed the freedom and flexibility to take care of my kids and, you know, do what needed to be done domestically, um, and still stretch myself because I get bored really, really easily. Um, and I found myself, you know, looking at different jobs and, and changing companies constantly. And I was like, I'm obviously really, really either ADD or antsy or something. So let me figure out whatever I do next. It needs to really satiate that, uh, desire to kind of always be challenged and always be growing. And, um, while I wasn't necessarily, uh, it, it wasn't a romantic idea to me to kind of like climb the corporate ladder per se, cause there's so much rigidity in that. There's so much, you have to do this and you have to do this. And I'm a little bit creative. Um, so the idea of starting my own company, helping others start their companies, um, it was just really appealing. And of course, the flexibility aspect of um, taking care of everything else, it just kind of, it fell into place pretty naturally. 
That's great. And, you know, I, I applaud you for, you know, having that, seeing that necessity and making it work. Uh, you know, most, most often the necessity is, you know, a, a, a layoff or something like that where, and, you know, to being a father myself, I, I applaud you that you saw the opportunity to take business to better serve your family, which is awesome. So I, I applaud you for that. In starting your own business though, we all, we all have challenges and what was a challenge that you never expected to happen? Um, it's a good thing. It was, it's become a good thing. Um, the growth from what I was doing, um, it forced me to do the one thing that I actually avoided in corporate for the longest. So, um, I ended up with a waiting list that was months long in business plan writing. Great problem, right? Wonderful problem. Um, however, it became a point where it was disservicing my audience. So it only takes 10 business days to finish a business plan with the process that we follow, and people were waiting months to actually get on board and do the, the business plan with me. Um, I had a, a hesitation in hiring and could not tell you logically why it was a big deal, but I did not like the idea of running a team and managing a team um, just for whatever reason. So for me, that hurdle of actually doing that, it took me about six months before I really kind of broke down and said, okay, I can't do this volume of business plans by myself. And obviously people need this. So I either keep, you know, saying no to people, which isn't smart ever in business, or I figure out how to scale and grow and become the business that I keep helping everybody else become. Um, so that was a, it was a really weird moment. I don't know. I still to this day am processing like what was the problem in hiring people? Because today we have an amazing team. We have, we have business plan writers that are dedicated, that are just as passionate about business as I am that have the entrepreneurial mindset and understand the importance of dreaming big and still being able to, you know, develop a strategy that you can actually follow, um, which believe it or not is a really hard uh, mix to find in people, but I've gotten so lucky with my folks. Um, but yeah, that was, there was like, there was a window there. I was like, am I going to shut this thing down and like go back and do corporate work? Or am I going to let the success be a success and continue growing it? So um, that was a really funny personal moment for me that was definitely a hard thing to face. Yeah. And you know what? It's, it's something that is uh, honestly a pretty common threat. You know, people always say, I wish I would have hired somebody sooner. You know, I wish I would have brought somebody on sooner or had a partner sooner. Just, it's always, why did I wait so long? You know, it's, it, it happens a lot. I was just speaking with somebody earlier uh, today and you know, they talked about hiring a virtual assistant and they're like, why didn't I do this earlier? I mean, they were a one person team before that. And then it's just helped them use their time to gather more clients and to, you know, actually have money, money making opportunities rather than getting bogged down in details. And so yeah. I totally understand you having that uh, mental block because so many people do too. And um, I'm not personally at that point. I am still a one man show in the businesses I, I run or have a partner rather. And so, um, hopefully I can learn from this and not end up with the same mental block kind of along the, the same lines though. What was the biggest failure in your business that 
you that you had happen and what is it that you learned from it? Mm. The biggest failure I had, so my business certain success has taken a couple of forms. So chapter one was actually back in 2011 and I was, it was totally a side hustle. I was doing business plans on the side while working full time. Um, And I realized back then that the problem, my lack of growth was specifically because I was calling myself a writing and research consultant, right? Mm. And I was not, um, I wasn't servicing a specific audience. I wasn't just doing business plans. And because I didn't um, niche into that, I basically was so broad that I was doing everything from uh, really random market research for business plan companies, which was good. Um, but I was also doing other things like, like, like creating survey monkey surveys to figure out what color people like best in a wedding dress company. Like it was just, it was just too much. It was too varied. And because it was so varied, I didn't have a process and I couldn't create one because every project was so different. Um, and so that actually was something that I did from 2011 to 2017. I was just kind of dabbling and doing things. And it wasn't until I actually said, no, 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 no. I do this one thing. This is the one thing that I do. I am a business plan consultant. That is it. Um, it killed the other form of business, totally died, totally was like, like, yeah, RIP, but it launched the new version of what I have today. So the failure and not being able to just niche down and serve a very specific audience um, was a really big learning lesson because now I'm able to help, like I said, way more people at a, at a, in a much better way with better quality. Yeah. And so because of that, I'm actually going to take your words and turn them against you here. You said earlier, it's not good to say no to business, but you did say no to this business and it, it has tremendously helped you because that's another thing that I, I see experienced a lot is that people just want to help everybody. They just want to do everything. Somebody brings them money. They're like, okay, I will take money from you. But right. <laughs> really it, it needs to get down to that niche that you can serve the audience the best. You know, mm-hmm. you can, if you can serve 50 people, you know, at 10%, it's not going to, help as many as serving 10 people, 100%, you know, it's, it's getting, I think, you know, that was a breakthrough for you, obviously. And it's something that I think you are going to better be able to serve the, the entrepreneurship community by niching down to the business plan and the, the strategy side of a startup. It's hard to do sometimes because it is saying no to, to the chaos of figuring things out and and everybody's different and you cater to the unicorns. Um, And it's not a bad process. I mean, to do all that, that was how I discovered business plan writing to begin with. It was like, you know, I went from grant writing and resume writing. I mean, you name it, if it had writing in it, I tried it and, and I worked with clients on it. And that was how I learned what I didn't want to do. And I learned what I did not like to do. And I, it was iterative, but um, it could have been shorter for sure. I lingered in that space way longer than I should. Um, but when I came out of it, it was with clarity and it was with, you know, that's, that's that one thing I need to be doing for sure. Perfect. You've done a lot of writing. The, the question is you end up writing a book, translating the business plan process to writing a book. How difficult was that? Writing a book was different. Um, so I've done ghostwriting before, and I've written books for other people before. Um, 
this was different because I was trying to do two things. I was trying to document the process that we follow uh, and like solidify it as being like, hey, anybody can do this. You can do it. If you need somebody to just give you the steps, those are the steps. Because it's, um, I don't ever want doing your business plan to be the reason why you don't succeed. Um, and the book, every chapter chronal, um, uh, chronicles uh, kind of a micro journey that I had with a certain client. So every single chapter focuses on a business plan that I did for somebody or with somebody and kind of what we learned doing it and using it as inspiration for how to do this part of your business plan. Um, so I was trying to make sure that the client stories got the right justice because I work with, like I said before, some of the coolest people that have the really most awesome ideas. So I was really trying to make sure that I captured the innovation and just the brilliance of the entrepreneurs that I've gotten to support um, while also making everything super easy, super step-by-step -step to follow. Um, and I think my mental blocks through that process made it more difficult than it needed to be. Um, but in the end, I think it all ended up um, still being simpler than I probably assumed it was going to be at the beginning. Okay. That's an interesting uh, thought that, you know, usually when I start writing something, it's like, this is so much more difficult than I even anticipated it to be. But that's, that's not my strength. Writing is definitely not my strength. Uh, and for that matter, speaking is not my strength either, but here I am. <laughs> I will personally resonate more with the books that at least in like the self-development or, you know, trying to learn something, I really resonate more with those books that are broken down by those chapters. Each chapter is a different story and then they each build upon each other, but they're all in their own separate containers. So it sounds like your book is something that I need to be picking up and reading right now because, you know, I'm always having different ideas and I don't vet out the business plan as much as I should. So it sounds like you're talking to me. This whole thing is, you know, we're, we're putting this out to the audience, but really you're speaking to me, Ashley. So, so we, we talked about uh, some of the failures, you know, you starting this and now scaling it. Where do you see this going in the future? Um, it's definitely growing into something that I think um, is going to require more access points um, to entrepreneurs. So today we're, we're always looking for ways to kind of, um, create more accessibility in terms of price, in terms of, you know, if you need somebody to really be more of a coach than just a writer for you, um, we're kind of trying to create solutions around those things. Um, right now, because of, because of the environment, because of the way things are kind of changing, uh, people are really intimidated by the idea of starting a business today. They're not sure if it's the right time. They're not sure if investors are giving out money. They're not sure if if the success path is the same today as it was six months ago, and therefore should we just wait? Um, and working through all that with a, a coach, with a mentor, with somebody that kind of guide you through, you know, what are your goals and, and how can we achieve those goals even in today's climate? It's something that I think brings a lot of value. And in general, any of us having a fear, having a hesitation around, should I do this next step? And just having that sounding board to work with. Um, it can go a long way. I mean, it, it can literally make or break your next step decision that could change your life. Not to be too cliche, but you know, it, it really does uh, make an impact. So I think the business is going to grow more into uh, strategic mentorship with people. And of course, trying to continue reaching as many entrepreneurs as possible in terms of just you know price and access. But 
it's it's growing into something that's I'm hopeful um, going to be a lot more accessible and easy to connect with for the masses. Cool. Yeah, and I think you. I'm glad you brought it up because you know we talked a little bit prior to recording. Uh, you know about the timing, and it is absolutely still a tremendous time to start a business, even in the midst of economic turmoil, social turmoil, uh, health turmoil, like there's just, there honestly isn't necessarily a better time in the fact that, um, you know, some of your competition may be taking a break and maybe not doing the things that they should be doing at this time where you can get a jump start and, you know, funding is still accessible at this point in time. And, uh, it's, if you look back in to history, I mean, history repeats itself. I mean, you look back to the last recession where major companies were born out of it. Um, like, you know, Uber, Airbnb, and, you know, some of these names that are synonymous now were born out of the last recession. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because it's something that I've just recently put a video out on YouTube about it. It's like, now's the time. Like you've got to, if you've got the idea, you need to get out there and do it right now. Timing is everything. And you can have a brilliant idea that is really, really uh, success bound. And if you wait eight months, that same idea may not have the same leverage. So you have to know your entry point. You have to know when that golden opportunity is and jump on it because it's not going to stay open for you forever. Absolutely. Very true. And I've, I've had uh, personal experiences with people that do wait too long and do hang on to that idea too long and their time has passed. And that's, that's unfortunate that that happens. I want to, I want to value your time. I don't want to take too much of your time. So before we get into the point where you can tell everybody where to best find you, I want to ask you, what is it that excites you about the future, Ashley? Um, the thing that excites me about the future is the amazing opportunity that's being created with um, expanding my business to service um, folks that don't have other ways to get income because of the environment. So there's people that I have huge respect for and admiration for who are in positions where they now they're not employed and they don't have an alternate source of income. Um, and now that I was able to say, yes, I want a team back then. And now that I'm growing the way that I'm growing, I'm in a really cool position where I can hire those people and I can bring on more resources to help people exactly when they need it, which is now in a way that's remote. You can work from home. You can do you know, the flexible lifestyle and get paid well. Um, that filled me up a lot more than I thought it would. And I'm really excited to keep growing in that way and keep kind of expanding our team um, again, so that we can then hire, uh, help more entrepreneurs, but the process of growing our team and building our internal culture, uh, it's, it's a lot more exciting than I thought it was going to be. So it's something I'm really looking forward to. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I love seeing the excitement of entrepreneurs doing what they, what they do best. And, you know, going back again to the beginning where you're talking about that competitive spirit, I can see it. You've got it. You've got whether you think you're you're the entrepreneurial type or not. I can definitely see that passion, and so I want to say thank you. Uh, thank you for taking time out of your day 
and thank you for all the value that you provided to my audience today. You're so welcome, Trent. Thank you for having me on. Well, where's the best place for people to find out more information about you, Ashley? Um, They can visit my website, uh, writtensuccess.co, and they can also find me on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, Happy to personally reach out and talk to anybody that wants to have a consult. Perfect. Oh, I appreciate it again. Um, I'll make sure to include links in the show description to those websites, but uh, I know I've gotten value out of this, so I know my audience has gotten value out of this, so I encourage you all to get out there and hustle the day. Thanks for listening to the Hustle the Day podcast all the way through. I really appreciate that. I just want to let you know that I help small businesses with their online strategy. So if you or anyone that you know needs help with their online strategy and owns a small business, I'm your guy. Go ahead and connect with me at Trent V. Bray on Instagram or TrentVBray.com.